0: Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today
1: is Silver Quill. I have just Platinum Spider-Man on the PS4, and it feels glorious. But seriously, you, you Platinum? Really? Yeah. In honesty, uh, <laughs> they set the bar pretty low in terms of uh, achievements. There's not like you must swing from one other city to the other without ever touching the ground. That would be a challenge.
0: Oh, my. Well, So, oh, wow. <laughs> you Platinum? That's, that's
1: surprising, really. Um... Congratulations, I guess. Thank you. Honestly, it's more fun because a friend of mine who's been saving up for Red Dead Redemption, he's all bitter because he wants to play Spider-Man as well. <laughs> so, of course, I, I tease him mercilessly.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, tease him. Tease him. Yes. Oh, okay. I am a good friend. Yes, you are. But anywho, so uh, with all this video game talk, I have to make a confession to you guys. Oh, no. hang
1: on, hang on, hang on. Norman, you don't have to confess anything, all right? All right, all right. Let's just say that there was a goof in the schedule and Sappy can't join us, so we're holding off on the Pokemons.
0: Yeah, but I, I just need to tell the backstory. You, sh- you think I should or should not? Like, I, 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 I'm I, an honest person and I feel like I should tell people about things, but if you think I should not,
1: I then I should not. I, I don't think we should tell them about why Sappy's absent. Oh, no, Sappy's absent because um uh, <laughs> About my goof-ups. Okay, if you feel, but... Don't feel obligated.
0: Ah, all right, all right. But still, I feel like I want to. So anyway, uh, for you guys at home, last week, or whenever this comes out, we promised that, hey, we're doing the Pokemon 3rd movie review. Yay! Spoilers. And honestly, you know, we already did. We recorded it. We had fun. We laughed out loud and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, wow, well, let's just say that fear of going to the hospital made me not do my job right. And, yeah. Um, I forgot to save the last bit of the recording. And, yeah, let's just say that uh, Pokemon Review going to hold off till next week. So, yeah, quote-unquote next week. I'm not sure when you're going to do it, depending on how everybody is. But still, this week, or on this episode, we're going to do something special for you guys. Unplanned, unprepared discussion. And this week's discussion podcast is we're going to talk about stories in video games are they good or are they bad how are they in general so anywho um before we start if you guys would like to put your share of ideas of what video game story you enjoy or think that are good put them in the comments below i would like to read them but now we start the discussion with are video game story good or bad i mean i personally feel they're 50 50 and it's
1: debatable well, for me, once upon a time, most video game stories were bad because they came with these little cartridges. They just plugged in and played, and when the game was bad, <gasps> you took them out and threw them across the room, and they were fine. <laughs> it was a golden age. You know what? I think that's the secret to anger management. We need to bring back cartridges you can just throw.
0: <laughs> no, but Silver, all, in all honesty, um, video games back in the days were pretty okay, too. Like, they have good stories. For example, is the first
1: Final Fantasy. That was really good. RPGs had uh, good stories, but that was by necessity. You were asking people basically to play a Dungeons & Dragons style game. Without a story, you were just a guy pushing buttons on a chart. You'd be, Oh, wow. Spreadsheet the video game.
0: <laughs> but also, okay, to counter that argument, there's silver. There's also Double Dragon, where you and your brother, uh, Bimi and Dimi, have to go and save your quote-unquote girlfriend from this bad guy there's a story there
1: you mean the girlfriend that will date whoever beats up the other guy at the end yeah if you play two player in that game you have to at the end you have to fight for the affections of this one girl which i gotta say that's pretty terrible yeah but it's video games oh you do not get to make that dodge no, we cannot praise the video games and then defend the video games by saying, oh, it's a video game. Don't have expectations. Oh, no, I no. I, I, I ain't saying that it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's video games. Well, here's the thing. In video games, usually, there's an abundance of damsels in distress because that's a shortcut to getting the story jump-started. It's a very clear goal. It's a very uh, tangible conflict. And you can tell an ending. Very often... It, very often uh a lot of games were just go rescue this person and that's all the all the mode you really needed it was very very rare I think ninja Gaiden was one of the first games to really feature cutscenes to tell a story
0: oh yeah I remember that I remember that and also Double Dragon 2 if you remember right that one I don't remember too well yeah there's the one scene where the brothers need to jump to the helicopters and stuff they show a bit
1: of cutscenes they show a bit but it wasn't it didn't express a lot of characterization. That was, at the time, a little too advanced. But technology has opened things up. Now, suddenly, there's a lot more you can do. There's a greater experimentation, uh, especially in the indie game scene.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Let's see, what was. Uh, uh, there was a video game where you are uh, on fire watch in a, in a national forest. Oh,
0: yeah, I remember that one. Uh, fire? What was it called? <laughs> I forgot, but it has something to do with fire
1: fire fire
0: while you go look for that i'll talk about the well my opinions and you know honestly video games and stories it's kind of a how do i put this it, apple pie kind of situation where you mix together and you get good stuff but all the ingredients need to be right and in essence if you screw one thing up everything's going to be trash And in all honesty, with stories in video games, sometimes it's, it don't really matter. Like, for example, um, Mass Effect, Mass Effect, the the trilogy, the first game was interesting. It had a really good story. Then you have part two, where the story was really awesome. And then part three, the ending was crap. Like the ending (laughs) was disappointingly bad and stuff. But the journey to the ending was pretty okay. Did you find the game title Silver?
1: It is indeed Firewatch. Ah. It's mostly audio driven, so the voice actors do a lot. Oh, and that's important. The introduction of voice acting.
0: Hmm. But voice acting came during the PlayStation One days. Like if you remember Resident Evil, that game, compared to today's standards of video game, what is considered a joke in how it looks. People have to remember that the first Resident Evil was the catalyst for horror survival games, to make people or to make people aware that you can create horrors in video games with uh, Dutch angles and uh, bad camera angles and bad controls
1: and whatnot. So yeah, horror. Oh, but but voice acting started much earlier than that. Ah, yes, true that. Anyone who's ever dreaded the words I hunger knows exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, what was that on Silva? But you don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Like- it's called Sinistar. Sinistar. It was a it was a very very early video game uh, where basically you were flying a ship through space oh. and shooting up all these meteors, but then this giant creature, maybe a machine, maybe some sort of space demon. Would appear and it would say, "I am Sinistar. I hunger," and it would chase you around very deliberately. Yeah, I remember that. Trying one. to kill you. I remember that one. And what was that for an arcade? I think it was an arcade, but I I never know if it got a home release. Hmm. But it became infamous just for those words: "I hunger, <laughs> run, coward."
0: <laughs> oh boys!
1: By today's standards, that horror seems pretty tame, but. When you're playing and you feel a sense of powerlessness to stop this thing, yeah, it gets can be kind of scary. True that, true that.
0: And, okay, uh, I, we're kind of over the place, so let's try to focus on video game story that we enjoy. Like, do you have a ah. specific story that you enjoy, Silver?
1: Oh, Metal Gear Solid, the very first one.
0: The first one?
1: Yes. Ah. Play, well, okay, I guess there was Metal Gear on the Nintendo, but I'm talking Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation. All right. Uh the start of that particular saga, and uh I was just blown away by the characterization, the events, the drama. It was like this was a whole new level of storytelling for me
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: did you remember uh psychomentis oh yes, I remember I remember plugging it moving the controller to the second port and accidentally hitting the reset button while I did. it. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right was
1: was was Metal Gear on the play, PS1 or PS2? Uh,
0: Metal Gear, the first Metal Gear Solid, was on the PlayStation One.
1: Okay, because I remember play I must have been playing on the PS2 because that's how I could. That's the only way I could have hit the reset button.
0: Mm.
1: Mm, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the PlayStation One had these big old buttons that you couldn't accidentally hit unless you were trying to not just blind but horribly uncoordinated.
0: True. Oh, by the way, uh, the PlayStation 1 Classic is coming out this December? Something like that?
1: Uh, the Classics consoles, I've seen the criticisms, including too short, a uh, controller cord, not enough room, or, best of all, you can't add more games. Well, uh, Just for the Nintendo
0: that... or for Sony's one? Because Sony's one, they re- uh, reveal five titles for now, and that's Final Fantasy VII Taken 3... Uh, Legend of Mana for so that, I don't remember. But still there's a few good titles.
1: There are, but people want the option to add more good titles, and that's the real question. Mm. Alright.
0: You were saying about Metal Gear, Silva?
1: Just that it was it was a big step up in term it felt like I was playing a movie in a in a fun interactive way. Not like those Quick Time event monstrosities from the uh Sega C D oh, era. <laughs>
0: yeah. No 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 no
1: no. This was a genuine I felt like I was in control of a movie. A movie with a lot of intermissions because I would die. <laughs> so wait, this and it would be like snake, snake. <laughs> so wait, this is your favorite story,
0: or one of one yours? of my
1: favorites? Yes. Mm.
0: All right. So that's for you and for me. I I have to really think about it because I don't quite remember most of the stories. But if I were to say one of my favorite stories for video games. When I was young, I would say Mega Man X4, or specifically Rockman X4. It was in Japanese, I got no idea what I was doing, but the animated scenes were cool. Yeah. Then you pop in the English, and oh my god, the bad voice acting. Oh my goodness, it's legendary. Oh god. I'm glad that nowadays voice acting in video
1: games is taken more seriously. And yet without that, we wouldn't be able to have all your bases are belong to us. How oh, true, that too. That's bad translation, by the way.
0: Indeed it is, but it was kind of funny still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's from our younger days. What about recently? Do you like any video game stories that sparked your interest in today's modern age within the 2016 to now or
1: kind of recent? Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, really? Since I just boasted about Platinum. It, platinum. Ing it. That's a weird verb. Plat it, baby. Plat it, baby. Plat it to me, baby. (laughs) It's a platitude. Uh,
0: We're so white.
1: All the girls say I'm pretty fly for a white guy.
0: (laughs) Nice. So what about Spider-Man do you like? Like, obviously, it's a um, comic book tie-in. But how's the
1: story, by the way? The story, I think, is really well done. They establish the characters, they have escalation. It comes together at the end, although I will say because most of the supervillains are at the end, a lot a lot of the stuff is mostly gang combat. So you're a superpower beating up on the gang members. And I think that works well, but there's a part of me like, hey, I really want to fight someone with a little bit more, you know, power or more grit. And then you beat the game and you're like, okay, now I can go back to just beating up gang members and it's almost comical how easy it is now (laughs) used to be oh that's a big gang of guys i've got to be careful on how i approach this hey it's a big game it's a big gang of guys web bomb (laughs) pulse bomb good you're all stuck to the wall nice (laughs) Uh, but i I don't think that um pull you away from the immersion right oh no oh goodness Here's my question, the greatest critique I can have of this game. Why on earth would anyone invent a fast travel system? You get to web sling through New York. Why would you want to fast travel? And skip that. No. Because maybe no. they
0: are rushing and they need to do it ASAP and whatnot, or probably. Who knows?
1: Whatever the good people of Russia need to do is their own business, but I will prefer the web slugging. <laughs> all right, all right. What... Say they're Russian. Ha ha
0: ha ha ha. How about God of War? You played that one recently?
1: Oh yes, boy, <laughs> boy, yay, boy! Come here and help me save the world, boy! Oh wait, it's me. We're actually trying to end the world, boy. But honestly, that was a lot of fun. Like God of War, that was a lot of fun. And and it's actually interesting the discussion it uh, generated, because there are people who were like, "Oh, everyone who's saying that Kratos is is more human, more understandable, more more sympathetic." They point to events in the mostly in the PlayStation uh, portable games. Okay. Or is it the do they call it the feed? It's been a while since I, I played a PSP. Alright. And here's the thing they've never addressed. In the previous in the previous games, especially the ones that fill in the gaps between the the main God of War entries, it usually features Kratos dealing with familial relations. The thing is, it's hard to sympathize with the guy when there's this mountain of innocent people killed behind him. (laughs) The dude builds up mountains of corpses. And it's like, I can't really feel sorry that you're having a bad time with your brother when you killed an entire continent.
0: (laughs) But at the same time, too, from what I understand about the God of War series, uh, all of them have different directors. So the stories were all over the
1: place. The characteristics are...
0: Unconsistent.
1: they are but at the same time it's usually follows that kratos kills everything and everyone by the end of god of war there's hardly a person left standing that he's met by the third god of war even that doesn't apply because he pretty much wrecked everybody yeah, true 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 true.
0: you know what for me personally god of war the ps4 version is kind of a redemption arc or redemption story for kratos because every time if you okay uh Spoilers for God of War 4 if you have not played it and interested in playing it pause here and kind of skip about I say 2 minutes or something like that 3 minutes will be safe yes uh okay so in the whole story when every every time when somebody points something out to Kratos about his past and his demons and how would he reveal it to his son he just calls the boy Sit down and explain, okay, that guy you saw back there in my flashback or whatever, that's my dad, I killed him, yes, I was a very bad, bad man before, and you should not be like that. It took him a while, though, that was only at the game's end. Yeah, but still, he, like, y- you would have thought that, oh, he's gonna keep it from him forever until the second God of War on the PlayStation 4, and whatever it is, but oh no, no, he just told him right out there. Mm, yeah.
1: Well, and then they spoil the end of the saga with, with the uh, panels, that they unearth or they discover, yeah. predicting the f- the future It's like okay, Atreus, have you ever been to Egypt? I think they've got some gods that need
0: killing. <laughs> oh, boys! Oh, talking about Egypt, right? Talking about Egypt.
1: Oh, Yu Gi Oh, the video game.
0: <laughs> I would love to go there, but um, no, I'm going to talk about Overwatch. So, ah, Overwatch. Oh well, you you recently made a vi- you recently made a video about it too. So yeah, go catch out Silver's recent video about the uh, warrior archetype, was it? Yeah, go check it out. It's really a fun watch. So anyway, um, Overwatch is mostly a multiplayer uh, shooter or multiplayer team-based shooter. So there's no real story behind it, but except that there is. And the way that Blizzard roll out this story here is pretty interesting. They have a simple backstory and mostly you can get the story on their YouTube page or their comics or whatever it is, and that's how you get the lore. But besides that, sometimes in-game, one character talks to another character and you'll get purchase of information that way too. To me, Overwatch's way of telling story is pretty
1: interesting, but in all honesty, it's really bad. It does raise the question, why are they all gathering to save the world and then they're just escorting a limo?
0: <laughs> yeah... You know what there's there's a story there I mean besides level design or whatever it is the the story's not really that good or stable because I really want to know why this is happening why certain characters are interacting with other characters for a good example is uh, soldier 76 and reaper they have a rivalry they have a bad past and they're kind of enemies or uh, what happened to Doomfist or even May, and so on. I mean, there's potential for a story there, but
1: man, I I do wish that we get more lore soon. Well, it'll be in the form of more CG, more comics. They did not too long ago release a Divas cinematic. And that was awesome. It was. It was nice to see her in a more positive light because up until now, she's just been the gamer. This one showed a bit more noble spirit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know what? I heard
0: rumors that Blizzard is interested in making a CG movie for Overwatch.
1: So, who knows, right? Not a lot of movies based on video games go well.
0: Mm-hmm, yes, that's true. But there are some good
1: ones. I'll point to Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs> you know, I I thoroughly enjoyed that movie when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But you look back at it now, it it is quite silly. Oh, it is. It's quite but silly. But it's good. Right, quite silly. Get on with it. <laughs> get on with it if
0: you are a silly man if you want silly death street fighter the movie starring john cloven damn
1: oh heavens oh but then who played m bison uh, raul julia well it, one of i believe that was his final role and uh before his untimely death and uh he's mostly famous for it also lifts me <laughs> right, he he gave that 110 percent. oh yeah he was awesome he knows he's in cheese, so he's just gonna, he's gonna be, just brie all he can breathe.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did it out of the love for his children. Like, he wanted to make a movie for their kids. And I think their kids say that, oh, dad, you should do this one. And, yeah.
1: Sometimes I think that the best video game movie just accepts its cheesiness.
0: Mm-hmm. But on top of that, right, like, um, off topic for a bit about our main storyline here. <laughs> Get it? Sorry. Uh-huh. Prince of Persia that was not a bad video game movie it wasn't that good Uh, that's true and Rampage that's true I guess I kind of forget that one I haven't seen Rampage okay Rampage is well okay purists out there who love the franchise would say that it's a betrayal betrayal betrayed me but in all honesty as an action movie
1: with big giant monsters it did well Well, I'm glad for that. I mean, Dwayne Johnson, he can start on some pretty bad stuff and still make it fun. Oh, yeah. Doom. (laughs) Oh, Doom. Well, there's a video game. Well, that one, that didn't get anything right. Yeah. (laughs) We're on Mars. Okay. People are being turned into monsters. Okay. There's no mention of heaven or hell. Yep. Who are the producers on this? Extremely religious people. Well, there's your first problem. Yep. Oh, boys. Be... BFG, we know what it's supposed to stand for, and it's not that. <laughs> it's big freaking gun. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, except the freak, replace the freaking with a <laughs> little stronger wording. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to invite invite the sweetie Bot.
0: <laughs> but still, um, sometimes some video game movies can be a shining star, or it could be a pile of crap. Yes. Is baby here a firework? Yep. Oh, God. Talking about... Okay. Does Yu-Gi-Oh! movie count, or does even the Pokemon movie count as video games?
1: I'm going to say no, because they're based off the anime, which was made to sell said games. And so really, it takes more from the anime than it does from the games. Oh, okay, okay. So that- Even with the, that awful Dungeon Dice Monsters, or no, <laughs> Capsule Monsters.
0: Uh, yeah, it's DDM, it. Dungeon
1: Dice Monsters. Oh, the pain, and yet strangely arousing. Maybe me guys,
0: you watched some video about why DDM failed. You no, know, I didn't
1: see that. I uh, I only just watched the, the Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge series. Oh, okay. In fact, I was re-watching that. <laughs> nice. Was, was re-watching his uh, Abridgment of Season Zero, <laughs> where he has... Tay is singing firework, <laughs> and then Yugi lights a guy on fire.
0: <laughs> oh, boys. But anywho, uh, getting back on track, getting back on track. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, video game movies, yes. Uh, sorry, video games and whatnot. Yes. But bad video game story,
1: does it exist? Oh, of course. Uh, although, now, that, now you're putting me on the spot. What was the worst video game story I ever played? were a lot because I would just not play them. Mm, true. If I didn't, oh, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Is there a story? Technically,
0: okay, yeah. Zach, raised, right? Zach created an island and invited all the DOA babes to come on his island and play volleyball and water sports and whatnot. And yeah, I remember. What that's one of the reasons
1: I bought an original Xbox. Yeah. Let's see here. I'm cheating a little and just looking on uh, on bad video game stories. Right. So let's see here. According to Complex dot com, Double Drag oh Double Dragon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: All right. I'll just read this. I'll just read this verbatim. Okay, we're going to start off this list with what very well could be the greatest video game intro in history. A woman gets punched in the stomach, thrown over her shoulder, and taken off screen. <laughs> And while brilliant in its simplicity, bad guy steals girlfriend, me break break bad guy's face. It's also a pretty weak reason for a guy and his brother to go off on an adventure of beating up bad guys on the streets in in a cave to death. has he ever heard of calling the police? No? Oh, okay. Then carry on with your punching jump kicks. Fine, sir. Plus, again, the whole will, uh, the girl will instantly date whoever beats up the other guy. So, way to be independent, young lady! <laughs> Yay, Blaster Master! Uh, this game always confused me because it starts with you going underground to pick to find your pet toad who grew giant, oh. and then but all of a sudden then you have this this rolling <clears throat> tank that can transform into a hovercraft, and you go into dungeons to kill these giant monsters like from the depths of hell. It looks like and you're like. This was all about getting my toad back. What is going on? I think that's something to do with the translation. <laughs>
0: but I'm uh, scrolling through my, what you call this, uh game library on Steam and trying to look for some semblance of a bad video game story. And honestly, no, I don't have one. Like, I think I play good games. Ooh, Superman 64. Oh,
1: God. So, okay. What's with Superman 64 then? Well, it had no true story. It had no fun gameplay. It was regarded as one of the worst video games of all time. (laughs) Mostly because it's just Superman fly through some rings. Oh, watch Superman fly through rings. Yes, this is what I think of when I watch Superman flying through rings. Da 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 -da -da. (laughs) This is a game about Superman. Watch him go fly through rings. (laughs) All right, then.
0: But you know what? Bad video game story. I-, I can't find any. Like I, I know they exist. Okay, what about cheesy stories then?
1: Oh, uh, well, cheesy. Oh, cheesy. at the zoo. Uh, most Japanese RPGs. To <laughs> yeah. be incredibly cheesy. True, true. Devil May Cry had uh cheesy. I should have been one of the one to soul with lie. <laughs> lie. <goodbye. laughs>
0: Oh, uh, why did you bring us DMC Silver? Were you were
1: you watching the best friends play? Oh, I just remember it fondly. <laughs> I will say there was Prince of Persia, the one where it's he and the princess. Oh, that one. Um, the newest uh, prince. Yep. Where basically at the end, you know what? I'm going to spoil this, folks, because it's not worth playing. The ending completely undoes everything. Ends on a downer. Is trying to sequel bait. Oh, yeah. And it was so poorly received that they never made the sequel. Oh, yeah.
0: It's not only that, because uh, if you bought the original Prince of Persia, uh, this is the uh, PlayStation 3 Xbox version, uh, they didn't really give you a proper ending. Like, you need to buy the DLC to get the proper ending. Yeah, it's just... Uh... Bad all around. Bad all around. But, uh, well, that's... that. that... See, even Silver's angry, hitting deaths out of rage. Rah. <laughs> Rah. Uh-huh. But in my head, right, like, I, I think when we talk about video game story, like, we, we, we kind of uh, don't notice the fighting games, because who, who really pays attention to stories in fighting games? But sometimes fighting games have a lot of really good uh, stories
1: in them. That's been a more recent thing, uh, in my eyes. I was always an oddball because I, I did play fighting games wanting to see the character endings and understand the story behind this tournament. Why is everyone here? Why is everyone beating each other up? And usually the, the story was just sort of a flimsy pretense for uh, to get everyone in a fighting game and have them be as bizarre as possible. <laughs> true, true. I will say Mortal Kombat probably had the best storyline because they went all out. It's like other world... Uh, invasion, where the defendi- where the defenders, this tournament will will protect the universe. Like, wow, really?
0: You're talking about the newer Mortal Kombat, right? Yes, mm, yes, yes.
1: Actually, I'm thinking Mortal Kombat 2 originally. When you find out about Outworld or no Otherworld, is it Outworld or Otherworld? Outworld, because it takes place in Outworld. You have like trees that are roaring at you, va- bloody pits of. of Killed off slaves. This tournament where fighters from the previous game are now chained in the auditorium. Like what? Whoa! There's a whole thing going on here. And some guy at the corner, they're saying "posty, Toasty! Who is that guy? Uh, one of the game. Yes, you Ed Boon. <laughs> yeah, Ed Boon. <laughs> but then uh, the new Mortal Kombat's came oh, out. The ones that did the reboot. That was awesome. MK9 was awesome. And yeah, now they have an actual story mode. Okay, I'm not great at video games and their their chains. So suddenly, oh my gosh, uh I can watch it on YouTube. Oh yeah. All these cutscenes an unfolding story and it's I think really well done. True true. And especially
0: um MK how MK did it, like they really went out and beyond with how they did it. And even uh Street Fighter Five and how its story mode came out pretty late, they emulated that. Like that was good till somebody else wanted to copy it, so I don't mind it because hey, this is a formula that works, and I and I think other people should follow through. Do you agree?
1: I do. Of course, I'll always, I'll always be partial to Shao Kahn of the first of the second Mortal Kombat game <clears throat> as a boss because no matter how silly the story, of course you're going to want to beat up a like guy says you suck, oh <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, you weak, pathetic fool.
0: Uh, well yeah still still but in you know, all honesty uh when it comes to fighting game story i think silver you would like the king of fighters because that game there oh my goodness it had a storyline and it went
1: long it, it ran really long i i played one king of fighters but it always just seemed to be ending cutscenes.
0: scenes and... uh, how they put it it's like I I'm trying to really remember, I'm trying to really remember how I know the storyline for the King of Fighters and that could be supplementary from comics to reading info online and SNK likes to do info drops on their games like oh go to our website to read the article and stuff and I think uh-huh. that follows through to Overwatch too and yeah they are doing what Overwatch did or so on yeah but in all honesty it was really interesting, but it's very hard to digest because you need to go to multiple places, and that's no fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm never a big fan of when they're like, uh, "You have to stop playing the game, go to this website, and look up the information and understand." Thanks, Destiny. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. and
1: no, I stop making me stop playing your game to look up the story to enjoy your game. That doesn't work. Uh, but um, you, you mentioned something earlier on and watching Let's Play
0: on YouTube. And I think you turned me on to something, Silver, way back when. And that was Neep Games with Subnautica.
1: Ah, yes. Especially the Neap's yeah. gaming, where the lead character is on, on hold with tech supports as he tries to get off this this uh, water planet. Yeah, and
0: to give a, uh, what do you call this, description to the audience, uh, Subnautica is a survival game where you need to survive on this planet and do your best to go back home it's t- it's technically a sandbox game you're there go farm and stuff and yeah try to play there's no real story in there was it silver
1: oh there is a story uh you be- you become infected with an alien disease that has wiped out mi- billions and Basically, the entire goal of the game, because it does have an ending, is that you must traverse this water planet, survive all its various creatures, Mm -hmm. and then find the cure, which I won't say how one does that. Mm -hmm. I saw a video recently that talked about how they crafted horror within Subnautica, because you get into some of the darker depths, and there are some freaky creatures there, most of them trying to eat you. (laughs) True, true. But um, back
0: to Neeps Gamings, because the story of Sapnatica wasn't really existent. It wasn't really there in your face. You kind of need to read all the diagrams and whatnot. And the good folks at Neebs Gaming kind of created their own uh what you would call this story? Not really story, but um Roleplay? Roleplay is one word, but I'm looking for another word where they created their own Well, let's just say they created their own story. If I remember the word, I remember the word. If not, not. So they created their own Scenario, yes. Was it? Yeah, anyway. you created your own scenario with the main character kind of going out of his mind. And you know what? Let's do the whole tech support thing. Oh, that'll be fun. Yay! And from that point on, to me, that's something like a story where you're a guy <laughs> trapped on an alien planet full of water and you have your only best friend who
1: is the tech support guy. <laughs> who may, in fact, be... Uh... Who may just be in your head? That be that would have been a funny twist. Oh, yeah. But come on, everybody, including the lazy guy who works at a pizza store. Oh boy, yeah, everybody. <laughs> is just like, wait, this is what my imagination cooked up. Oh, that's so lame. Oh, but still, yeah. But I
0: think sometimes let's players do that, like they enhance certain game and enhance certain stories. I'm not a big Minecraft guy, but I do know that some Minecrafters would create stories for their world and whatnot.
1: They would. Well, how describe this? Some games now rely on the whole, oh, we'll just provide a setting, but you have to dream up your own story for your own character. That was a thing for Destiny. Oh, God. And I don't think that works so well.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, that could be fun. Because, okay, we plop you down here and you go have fun. It's, okay, you mentioned Destiny, but what do you think about World of Warcraft?
1: Ah, the phenomena that I've never really jumped into. It always seems like you're just an observer to events rather than an active participant. So there's a story there. There are characters to be sure. I've watched some of the uh, CG cinematics. But in terms of a story where you feel like you are a a key participant. I don't sense that other people who have actually played the game may have a different perspective, but to me it's just like, I'm watching events unfold. I don't feel like I'm having an active role in how they take shape.
0: Hmm. All right. I feel that sometimes certain games are there just to, you know, play the game and the story is not really that important. And you know what, I've been on the Magic the Gathering kick for a while now, and that happens in Magic the Gathering, where the game is more important than the story. And you're probably wondering, Magic the Gathering has a story? Yes, Magic the Gathering has a story, and it's a really interesting story. If you're really into it, there's novels about it and whatnot, and the flavor text on the cards are there too, because, well, there's backstories or whatnot. And uh the recent booster that's coming out now or soon, uh Guild of Guild, uh, Guild of rafnica is going back to a previous world that was visited in the past. But with how Magic gathering story rebooted, I'm not hundred percent sure. It's complicated. But anywho, Magic Gathering has a story and it's really interesting. I'm not 100% sure where you go to read the whole story. Probably on their website. Yeah.
1: Not sure myself. I know Yu-Gi-Oh! They have so- in Japan, they had something called Dual Terminal. Oh, God, no. Which told a story based on uh, several archetypes within the game. Silver. Such Silver. as the Worms and the Allies of Justice. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, Silver, in all honesty, right? I- I'll break it down to you <laughs> <laughs> about that. Um, yes, in Japan... They had the dual terminals and the dual terminals are one of those things that you can find in arcades where you pop in a card, you play the game and whatnot. It was three, six, uh, six circles rather than your usual ten. But because of how things are and the way that they do things over there, it's. Uh, I remember way back when you can get one really good synchro monster called Trishula. And that's the only way to get it back then. And people uh-huh. spend a lot of coins just to get that card. And it's random and you got no idea where. And yeah, it's, they just put on coins and don't play the game. They just get a card. Pay, put a coin, get a card. Put a coin, get a card. And they don't really, uh, what you call this, play it or get you no know, story. And that's a sad part there because even if there's a story over there, it's not well known. It's Let's just say it's an arcade machine where, hey, that's Bimi and Jimmy. That's oh, just disappointing. I know. And the sad part is that, oh, Tricerula has been reprinted in multiple reprints. <sighs> I remember way back when that card in, your, in its original form cost about 500 ringgit.
1: Oh, Lord. Know. It was really good. I don't even know. I don't know the so, monetary conversion. Let me see there, if I can but... get
0: you the but... conversion. Give me a second, eh? Uh...
1: Continue on with uh, what we were thinking so far. Well, just that I never can hang into a game that doesn't have a story. Heck, the, I played Yu-Gi-Oh for a good long time, but that was because there was the anime Yu-Gi-Oh. There was the story. And honestly, I was always sort of disappointed when I realized, hey, the main character's sticks are usually terrible. Yep. Usually they can't do any good. Why would you play? He pl- <laughs> he plays swordsman of Landstar, <laughs> unironically. <laughs> I had Mushroom Man in my deck. Mushroom <laughs> Man.
0: Yeah, I remember that. and by the way, Silver. Um, uh, back then Trishula was one hundred and twenty-one dollars. Good gravy. Dual terminal print. But yeah. Oh, that's just, that's just painful. But you um, know, honesty, Silver. Uh, The Dark Magician deck built right now is much more stronger. But the Blue Eyes, sadly No, 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 Silver. There was a time, I think around 2016, where the Blue Eyes White Dragon deck was considered meta. Well, we're well past that time. We were well past that time. And that deck was all over the place when we were not playing. It's so sad. But anyway, back onto the video games. And I think we're at our limit here. But in all honesty, I do like some video game stories because it carries a good story. Um for example, LA Noir. L. A. Noir was a fun adventure where you're a police officer raising up the ranks and trying to bust crimes. That was fun. Really fun. Have you played that, Silver?
1: I have not. I'm in a recessive time of playing video games. Spider Man was a, a rare breakout for me. Mm. Before that, I think it was Doom, Doom. that I really got ah. into, and Doom Doom actually had a story. Mostly, it was like in between busting heads. I remember the main character, a uh,
0: Doom guy, was kind of uh, oh sh- I can't hear you. You gonna turn off mic.
1: <laughs> well, mostly people love him for the physicality he by which he conveys his character. Uh, I'm talking about the new the the latest Doom game, soon to be. Sequeled in Doom Eternal, which has any... Okay, you want to talk about stories? We can now tell stories about how games upset people on the internet. (laughs) Oh, God. Please do share. Well, okay, the the Doom Eternal reveal. While you're playing... While Demons have overrun Earth, there is uh, some sort of holographic guide encouraging people, saying, Earth is the melting pot of the universe. Demon may be offensive. Please refer to these creatures as the mortally impaired. <laughs> and a lot of people take umbrage at that.
0: Really? <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: They don't even see the irony there. Well, they see it as a direct insult against immigration or PC culture.
0: Yeah, the PC culture. Because
1: goodness knows we can't we can't have a sense of humor about ourselves. Oh,
0: yeah. It's it's literally making fun of you guys who are uh, complaining about that. Like that's the irony. There, you you fell right <laughs> hook line and sinker. <laughs> irony. I <know. laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I don't even play Doom, and I find that hilarious
1: in more ways than one. Well, it's interesting to take. I will look forward to seeing Doom Eternal hit hit the shelves. And then I will bust some demon nice, heads. Nice, nice. So, rah, 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 rah. Silver, do you buy your game physical or digital? Physical. I've always liked to have a tangible tangible product. Ah, all right. This whole digital thing, especially when now it's being revealed, game companies can just say, oh, yeah, we are not, we're not allowing that online anymore. Oh, yeah. But I paid money for it. Yeah, we're keeping Isn't that. Isn't that with iTunes and what it did recently?
0: Probably, yeah. Because I remember something about uh, iTunes retracting one of their movies, and this guy bought the movie and can't play it anymore. And iTunes says, "Well, sorry, he has a gift card." It's a gift card. Yeah, that's crap. Still, indeed. In you know, honesty, I haven't been really playing that much video games besides Magic the Gathering, and I don't really play for the story. I just play for the cool effects that I can do.
1: Oh, okay. We so said we all find ways to play. We all find reasons to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I did think I did finally realize the games that have the worst stories. Oh. It's the ones based on movies.
0: Ah, yes,
1: L.G.N. The uh, Battleship. <laughs> uh, Wait, no, no, that was a bad You're one. You're
0: talking about movie movie based on video games or games based on movies?
1: Games based on movies. Wait, there's a game Battleship it,
0: game movie thingy game.
1: There was a Battleship the Movie, so they made a video game, which is bare bones. Wow. Not at all fun. Uh Angry Joe had a period where he was reviewing nothing but uh game ad- movie adaptation uh, games. Yeah. And they were all very poorly done, hastily put together, and the stories were pretty bland because they were just trying to cash in on the For movies. Real. It's why Spider Man two was such a shock to everyone.
0: Yeah, I, I remember uh playing what was it back in the days? It was a movie tie-in game. Yeah, it was a movie tie-in game, but it was really good. Uh, it was called X-Men Origins Wolverine. It, uh-huh. that, that, well, I never played that. That game was awesome. Like, I don't think you can get it anymore if you go to the, call um eBay games or whatever store you have and try to find that game. It's a really good game. Uh, it stars Wolverine and the gameplay is awesome. Like, I would highly recommend people go get that as part of the collection.
1: There you go. We have an endorsement.
0: Pay us, Sony. No, uh, that was Marvel and uh, Activision was at the time. Yeah, so I think it was Marvel.
1: But play it on the PlayStation. Pay us, (laughs) Sony.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But still, still. But anyway, uh, we've been running almost an hour now. And Silver, is there anything you want to add in?
1: No, just that I enjoy a good story. And even the most innocent of games can actually have a really good story. Even just a a fun or silly story. I'm thinking Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, Banjo-Kazooie is a good one. But but it's got to be a combo of fun gameplay and a good story. Because otherwise, if it's just a good story with bad gameplay, it becomes a slog to get from one point to another. And you'll press skip the story. (laughs) At which point I just go to YouTube and watch all the cutscenes. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
0: But no... Okay, Silver, which one is important for you? Uh, Gameplay first, then story, or story, then gameplay? I'll say story, then gameplay. Story, then gameplay, all right. But
1: it's a very close, intertwined relationship. Uh, Are you a fan of Devil May Cry? You know, I never really got into it. Hmm. But I've watched some of the cutscenes, and I can see why people have fun. Except for that reboot where he has black hair. (laughs) Don't they? (laughs) Don't they?
0: Uh, in all honesty, I am a fan of Devil May Cry. I I love Devil May Cry. Uh, It was one of the few games that spurred me to get a PlayStation 2. And that game was awesome. How do I put this? Devil May Cry is one of those games where you play and you feel really badass. And Dante, he's the kind of badass that doesn't swear, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink. He's cool that way and he's badass and Dante is no just don't don't play you know honestly okay DMC Devil May Cry is not a bad game in terms of its design but its story and character is just trash Mm. people who like Devil May Cry like it for the system and how you play the game with its combos and style that's how People who like that game play the game. And especially anything that Hideki kimiya made, it has that feel, even to Bayonetta. And Bayonetta is awesome. I think that is the title that will push me to get a Nintendo Switch because Bayonetta 3, like, I must get it because Bayo on the new system. I need to play more Bayo because Bayo's hot.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. But for now... Yep, it's good, to, it's good to have a fun story to entice you to get to the next stage of gameplay. Mm-hmm. True,
0: true, true, true. And a good system or good, well, gameplay design is also good too. Like, you do not want to play a very bad controlled game while having good stories. It'll be like not having your cake and eat it. Not having your cake and eat it? I don't think that's possible.
1: I think it's have your cake and eat it yeah, too. Yeah,
0: but if it's good story and bad game design, you won't get that. ha! <laughs>
1: You get a very bitter, bitter cake.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think it's salty. (laughs) Salty cake. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But before we end, I got to ask you, Silver, any game in particular that you're excited for? I heard Red Dead's coming. Um, What else is coming? You said Doom Eternal. So any upcoming game that you're excited for? Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. So that's the only one? As far as I know, yes. All right. And as for me, uh, Devil May Cry 5. I can't wait to play that one, man. Like That is so exciting. Oh, and Mega Man 10. Mega Man 10 is coming out next month. There you go. Yep. So, anywho, um, for next week's thing, I guess more pony episodes. Uh, I think there's one on the uh, back burner that we already recorded. So, that just needs to be edited and posted. So, yay. This one is kind of an unexpected uh, recording. One thing led to another and yeah, whatever it was. So, anywho... Uh, next week will be ponies, so yay! Anyway, if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at DemetriGmail.com. You can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at Demetri Show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo.
1: Silver, where can the good people find you? You can find me on the YouTubes, just do a search for Silver Quill or After the Fact. I also post on Deviant Arts under MLP-Silver-Quill. Uh where you can find Pinkie Pie Says goodnight Comics every Friday before a new episode. Thankfully, we're past all the early release episodes, because I am <laughs> tired. And you can find me on Equestria Daily every Wednesday, where I post either a comic review or an editorial.
0: Awesome, awesome. And yeah, no wonder your latest Pinkie Pie Says goodnight comic was Spider-Man. <laughs> Indeed. <clears throat> anyway, where uh, was wait, wait, the script? And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube, and don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date and Stitcher Radio, and also like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on PonyForLife.com. Links are in the show notes. And yeah, subscribe to this episode here, or this show here, on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. You get this and many more. Yay! Everything will be in the show notes link. Link below. you do, yes. If you would like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com. With every support, you'll get a week's early access to the review and discussion podcast. Exclusive and deleted content And a huge thank you from me Talking about thank yous I would like to thank Myself, Lag, Amy Charles at Knight Tristan Starstream Roku Cat And also Jeffrey Thank you so much guys For the awesome support So anyway I have been Roman Sanzo
1: I am Cecil Verquil
0: And we'll catch you guys Next week With another fun episode Of MBS Show Ready Player One
1: Run Coward
0: Rawr To me, a Mario. I'm a defensive stereotype.